All right, this is an interview with Officer Oliveira and uh, topics like madness. Let me see. Hello. Um, what's the grossest thing you've seen? So I've seen many uh, gross things in the, the three years that I've been working here for Lompoc PD. I would say today actually might be, uh, I don't know if it's the most gross thing, but it's definitely on the list. Is um, we we got a call of a of a basically a guy that was drunk behind behind uh, behind a restaurant here in town, because we go to contact him and we look on the ground and there's just a big old pile of human feces <laughs> that he, that he has some some of on his on the back of his pants too. So that uh, the smell was in and of itself was pretty bad. So did you have to clean it? No, we made him clean it. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. there's someone that pooped on the handball courts over there by LVMS. This is all gross. My yeah. ball almost went in there. So gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. So. I started with, uh, like, what's your name? Like, name, you know? And oh, yeah, fire. a little, little intro? <laughs> yeah, my, my, we're going <laughs> straight in, Raymond. Straight in. <laughs> all right. Like, are the homeless people in the riverbed, like, are they, like, crazy? Uh, some are. I mean, a lot of them. You know, their issue is just that they, you know, they've uh, they've gotten these addictions for drugs that they've kind of developed over the years. So, I mean, some of it is mental illness. So that's a lot of what we see that that you know that leaves people out there. So it's, it, I would say it's a mix between that, between the mental illness and and you know and and the 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 drug use that kind of gets it out of control. You think it's like safe to go in the riverbed? I would say probably not. No, <laughs> no I would highly recommend you do not. All right. Yeah. Do you see like needles like on the floor over there? Yeah, yeah, needles, stuff like that everywhere, so. Dang. Yeah. Um, are you crazy, corrupt, or mentally stable? Uh, I mean, you can ask my wife. I don't know. She might, <laughs> she might have a, yeah, a, a little bit of a different take on it than I would, but... Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think um, what were the three things? Uh, mentally unstable, corrupt. Oh, and crazy. are and crazy? Are you crazy? I, I don't think so. Um, no, no. Uh, you know, uh, we ha in order to get hired, I think we have a whole process that we go through where um, you know we have to submit basically this really huge packet, uh, kind of going over all of our history, so all the previous jobs that we've had. Uh, any times that we've ever been arrested or you know anything like that in, in our history uh, different you know they go through all kinds of references everyone that, that you've um, that you've lived with the last however many years so you know they go through all that they check with all these people check with all the previous jobs stuff like that and then um, after all that you know you have you have to take a, a polygraph test which is basically like a lie detector test then you have to see a psychologist to make sure that you're not crazy so to work here, the, the yeah, for yeah, basically for any, uh, for, you know, for any police department or sheriff's office, if you want to work in law enforcement, so it's the whole lot of hoops you have to jump through to try to weed people out as best they can that you know that aren't fit for the job. Is like law enforcement also like the uh, fishing game? Those people? Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's one. Um, that's one law enforcement agency. Yeah, but they are people don't typically think of them when they think of cops. They think like city cops, but they technically do have police powers also. For, for the you know for what they do all right do you think that like you're better than the firefighters like guys have beef or no better at what like better at everything <laughs> they're they're really good at washing those trucks oh making them look really really pretty Yo. no but we, we try to get along with them i mean you know we have different jobs so um you know they're they're good at what they do you know we're good at what we do but just 
different roles. I mean, there are times, there are plenty of times that we work together. Um, like, for example, like if there's a fire call and I happen to be in the area, then I might go to try to make sure, you know, to get everyone else away from where the fire is. So we kind of work together in that way. But at the same time, I'm not trained to know like how to deal with fires or I don't have the equipment, obviously. So if a situation does come up like that and, you know, I, I show up on, on the scene of a big fire, I'm obviously not going to go running in there, you know, not having the gear, not having that training. So, and then likewise, if they're dealing with somebody like that has a gun or something like that, then, then it's not safe for them. So we, ha we have to work together, basically. So there's like no beef between you guys or what? No, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, we, <laughs> no. we like to tease each other. We like to make fun of them say, oh, you know, we're, 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 well, you know, we're busy with all these calls and we're just nonstop going from call to call to call. And they're just, they're barbecuing and relaxing. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, you know, we, we joke, but in reality, I mean, we're, <coughs> both jobs are necessary and important. So. All right. Uh, back on topic. <laughs> um, why did you join the Lompoc Police Department? Hmm, why did I join? You mean as opposed to any other law enforcement agency, or why did like law like, enforcement in general? Yeah, like why did you get into law enforcement? Uh, I got into law enforcement for a couple reasons. Uh, I would would say one is um, you know it, it's in my family. Like my, my dad was a cop, uh, his dad was a cop, so it kind of runs in the family and. Also, you know, I, I was at a point in my life where I graduated college and I didn't study law enforcement or criminal justice or anything like that. So I'm not one of these people that grew up as a kid and just I always thought, you know, I have to be a cop. I want to be a cop. Um, so it wasn't really like that for me. But, uh, you know, when I got to that point after graduating college where I said, OK, well, I need to pick a career. I need to, um, you know, do something to, to, to make a living so I can have a family. Um, you know, law enforcement just made sense to me, I guess, for that reason. And uh, like I said, and um, also I wanted to, to challenge myself because it's not something that's that's easy at all. You have to work for it. Um, and, you know, not just to get the job is difficult, but then also throughout your whole career, it, it requires that you study up yet. You know, all the new laws that are coming out, things like that, making sure that your tactics, I mean, every, the, the, a whole lot that goes into it. So I would say just for the, the, the challenge aspect of it. Yeah, that okay. was a large part of why. What's I got like it. uh, it's like some advice you would tell people trying to get into law enforcement? I would say one, uh, stay out of trouble, because um, that's actually one of the biggest things that could disqualify someone if they're looking to get into it. Um, not that anyone's perfect, so they don't expect you to be perfect. Um, <coughs> you know, there's no one. There's there's, it's very rare to come across somebody who's never had any issues at a job before, never smoked some weed, something like that, at, you know, at some point in their life. But the, the longer you can go between your stupidity and then when you're applying, the better. Um, and then also just the more stupid stuff there is in there, in, in, your, in your background and, in, you know, in, in your history, it makes it look a lot worse applying. So, um, and then certain things you can't necessarily recover from as easily. Like, for example, it's one thing to smoke a little weed. In high school, it's another thing that, you know, it got popped for selling meth a couple of times and got, got a few DUIs, you know, stuff like that. So um, just try to stay out of trouble as much as you can and try to do the best in everything you do. Like one thing I didn't realize, for example, for me was in, in college, not that I got bad grades at all. I mean, my grades were fine, but, you know, I, I, I still I feel like I could have done better. And so when I was applying for the, the job initially, like man, it's kind of embarrassed thinking it doesn't look good that I'm trying to present myself as being you know Mr. Responsible and this and that. But then, well, here they're seeing my transcripts and there are a couple of classes that I didn't do very well in, you know. Um, so just like little stuff like that, 
uh, just trying to do everything that you do, you know, do your best. And at the end, even if like what you're doing right now isn't what you want to do, like you don't want to, you know, you guys are taking, you guys are said in English class. Yeah. This is for, so you might not want to be in, uh, in, in English professor. Right. But still just do your best in, in this English class and then that'll help you and everything else that you're going to do in life. So just everything that you do, do your best at. Okay. That's what I'd say. Also is if you're, um, if you, you know, if, if one were to begin applying to, to be a police officer, uh, the most important thing also is to be honest. Cause that's another thing that gets people disqualified is that they're, they're not honest about their history. So they try to portray themselves like this saint, like, Oh no, I've, you know, I've never been late to work before. I've never, you know, done this and never done that. And then usually it was cops, it's their job to know when people are lying. So they, they can kind of read that. And then also, like I said, you do have to take the polygraph. So it's going to come up that you're not being honest. And they're going to talk to people that have known you for years. So if you say, I've never smoked weed before. And then they talk to Jimmy who, you know, who, um, who like lived down the street from you. And he says, no, nah, he was smoking weed every day growing up. And they're going to see that it doesn't really make sense. So it's better to just be honest with everything. All right. Mm. Did you want to um, be anything else like before you decided to be a cop? Yeah, actually, I wanted to be a pastor. I, I studied religion and, uh, and philosophy in college. And also I thought about going to graduate school to, to be a professor. So, I mean, even, even now, although I've been in this job for a little over three years, I still read about all this stuff. Like I, li I like to read a lot of books when I'm off duty. So I, you know, I still maintain those interests, but that's kind of what I was thinking, you know, as I was going through college of what I wanted to do. But just as I, as I got, you know, closer to being done with college, I was kind of leaning away from that stuff as a career. I mean, still thinking that, you know, it's the most important part of my life, like my faith and all that um, to me. And it's still interesting to, for me to read and to keep learning about that. But as far as a career, it wasn't really, you know, until like, until I, um, like around the time that I finished college, like I said, that I was thinking at law enforcement. Um, no, okay. Gang shootings. The heck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like that. So, uh, in terms of you're saying in terms of like uh what's like what's the cause of it what's going on yeah like why so many you know i would say it sort of goes through waves i would say that you know there's always going to be periods of time that uh in which crime spikes and then times in which it goes a bit lower so um i mean yeah now it seems crazy but then you look back like 10 15 years ago and i mean i i didn't grow up in lompoc and i didn't obviously wasn't a cop that long ago here but you know, you, you, you talk to people and they say, well, yeah, it's, a, it's about right now about kind of like what it was around then. So this isn't the first time that crime has been on a How's it? Wait, but we're... This one. Oh, sure. All right. Please continue. We're, we're still rolling? Yeah. Yeah. Still going. Um, yeah, so this isn't the first time that, you know, gang violence in Lompoc is, has been like this, although it is obviously concerning. Um, I would say, too, uh, as far as reasons for it there are a few things and it's hard to pinpoint just one i would say one of them probably has to do with these um you know some of these new laws in california that have been passed in which people have been um have been getting out of prison earlier than they were originally supposed to and i should say if, if i say anything like this that has to do with politics it's my own personal opinion like anything that has to do with like politics or you know, uh, basically any of these views, I'm just giving you my own personal opinion. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the Lompoc Police Department is saying this or that political view. 
But if you're asking me what, what some of the causes are, um, you know, like I was saying, I, I, I do think that that has quite a bit to do with it is these people getting out of prison early that should still be in prison. And then what we see a lot of the times that they come out of the streets and then they get some of these younger gang members riled up and then they kind of influence a lot of the stuff that, that, um, that goes on there. And then I would say another big part of it is fatherless homes is that a lot of these, you know, young kids like, like your age, they grow up in either in homes in which they, they don't have a, a, a dad or, you know, if they do, he's not really involved in their life. So they don't really have a strong father figure to, to look up to. And they don't really have any strong sense of family or anything that they really believe in or that, that gives them value in their life. And so because of that, what else do they have to go to? But, you know, the, 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 the gang that hangs out in the alley behind their house, you know, that's the first place that they're going to go to. So, and I, I think that um, a lot of that is what you're saying is just that, you know, um, some of these younger kids, they don't really understand anything else. They don't really see the value in, in life. And these older gang members, they look at that as an opportunity to take advantage of these young kids. And so they, you know, give them a gun and say, hey, you know, go do this, go do that. And then at the end of the day, it's the, it's the kid that's gonna get in trouble and ruin his life. Whereas the older gang member, they're the one that's gonna be making money or getting whatever influence or, you know, those sort of things off of it. So it's sad that they're kind of taking advantage of them. But so like I said, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, this is what it is, but, but I would just say those are some of the things I think that, that are going on. And then actually just um, one other thing to add is um is also our our low staffing issues i mean i don't know if you guys have heard people talk about that no yeah but uh yeah as a department we're really low staffed and it's it's true like even for me just to be able to talk to you guys for you know just a few minutes like this is a huge treat uh because normally you know we're out there going from call to call to call and we we do our best to prevent shootings and stabbings and things like that by being out there on the streets and being visible so people know, you know, okay, now it's not a good time to go shoot this other gang, you know, and when there's a cop rolling through. So then the more that they see us, the more it prevents this sort of thing from happening. Then also because we're being proactive, and then maybe before he goes and shoots that guy, maybe we pull him over and we arrest him for having drugs or, you know, for whatever the case may be. But the point is we get him off the street to prevent that from happening. But the thing is, when we only have so many officers, it's it's harder to do that. It's harder to to um, you know to, to to get all those people before they go out and do that stuff. And I mean the the reality is the truth is we can't be everywhere at once. So I, I mean you know especially when we're 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 busy with calls. I mean Lompoc's a busy city to be a cop. Like it's like call to call to call. So we're running here and there. Domestic disturbance, neighbor dispute this person stole from Walmart, you know, whatever. We're running all over the place. And in between calls, we try to go to those really hot areas to try to prevent shootings, like the areas that the, that the shootings normally uh, take place in. We try to get there as much as we can, but the truth is we can't always be there, especially when we have all these calls. So um, anyway, so I would say those are some of the things I think are behind behind it. All right. And then like, uh, what was or like, are like the most gang shootings, like are they like solved, like... You, like you put the like know who did it um yeah hold on um close the door yeah i mean i can't really go too much into the specifics of all that because we do try to keep a lot of that you know um 
as confidential as we can, I guess, just based on the nature of it. But I would say that um, to, to, to have confidence that, you know, although we are short-staffed and although it's tough for us, and sometimes it might take a while for a case to actually get solved to the point that the guy is put in handcuffs and convicted, we, we are working on these cases and we, you know, just because the person isn't in handcuffs at this moment in time doesn't mean that we don't know who did it or that we don't know, um, you know, basically what's what's going on. It just, it takes time from our end because we can't just go out and arrest someone and not have all the pieces, all the evidence, everything lined up. So sometimes it just takes a while. That's just the nature of law enforcement and of having, and of having a case that's successfully prosecuted. How about like, for like the homie Christiani, like you saw that or what? Uh, I know that the detectives are, are are working on that one, but like I said, I can't really go into specifics of of a of a, of a case really like that. All right then. All right. Mm. Oh, you have any sports or hobbies? Yeah, um, I I uh, do jujitsu, so oh. that's I mean. I guess I mean in terms of other sports. Growing up, I uh, I played uh, baseball when I was a bit younger. And then in high school, I played some uh, football and basketball. Um, but yeah, I mean in terms of nowadays, just jujitsu for the most part. And then I also just try to stay in shape, you know. So whether you know lift weights, do do some cardio, things like that, um, you know, on a, on a regular basis, just to try to stay fit and to kind of help the jujitsu side of things. And then, excuse me. Apart from that, in terms of other hobbies, uh, my my wife and I try to stay you know as as involved with our church as we can, and um, so that's a big part of my life. And like I said, I like to I like to read a lot, whether it's related to to that or just to, in general you know learning history, you know philosophy. Anything. I, I I love I love to read. I love to learn. Um, so that's something that I that I enjoy doing when I'm off duty, and then just spending time with my family really. Do you have like kids or no? Yeah, I've got uh, one son who's uh, just under one year old, and then my wife and I actually recently found out that we have number two on the way. So, congrats! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Are you gonna like teach your kid? Like, who are you gonna teach them? Because like, when I get a kid, I'm gonna teach him like some like dumb things. I'm gonna teach him like how to live in the woods, <laughs> like a bunch well, of crazy stuff. Let's see, what am I gonna teach him? For sure, I'm gonna teach him some jujitsu. Yep. I'm going to teach them how to drive. I'm going to teach them that when you're driving on the freeway and you're going 60 miles an hour, you don't stay in the, in the, in the fast lane <laughs> and block the fast lane. That way everyone else who wants to go faster than you, they're stuck because they can't get between you and the other guy in the slow lane. That's probably one of the biggest things. <laughs> yeah. That's my pet peeve. If you're going to go slow, pull over to the slow lane. That's what, I think that's what I'm going to teach them. So you can drive faster than the speed limit or what? Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you got to drive safe, but I mean... So when like down the one hundred one, I can go like ninety miles an hour. No, that, see that that's the point. That's reckless. That's 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 reckless. I mean, you know, it's all it's all give and take. I mean, technically the speed limit, you know, it does say sixty five, so you try to follow as best you can. But like going sixty six isn't really on the level of like you know one twenty so like, blasting through. Like how much, uh, like more miles per hour would you pull someone over for? Like five miles. You know, it just sort of depends, and the way that the um, that the law has um, that the law is written for for um, for the basic speed law, uh, twenty two three fifty of, of the vehicle code. Sorry, just one second here. 
Yellow Victor one. Yeah. So the the way that the law is written is that it doesn't even necessarily need to be um, at a particular at a particular number. It's it's any speed that's not safe for those current conditions. So in other words. Um, I mean, you could imagine all kinds of different scenarios, right? Like snow. Yeah, snow. Like, like weather is one of the main things, right? Like, obviously, if it's if it's raining, if it's snowing, something like that, <clears throat> it's not safe to drive the, the the same speed you would normally be driving at if it were sunny and clear and the roads were dry. Um, so, so weather is one of the main things. But then, you know, just I mean, really anything. It's kind of the way that the law is written is kind of open because you can imagine, you know, a, a set of scenario or a set of circumstances in which. Yeah, maybe normally it's safe to drive at that speed, but right now, you know, you should have known because of this that that wouldn't be safe. So it's just a lot of it, honestly, just common sense. And when we're out patrolling, like we're not looking to pull people over for stupid stuff. Like really, I, I, you know, I have to drive around when I'm off duty too. You know, and I don't want to get pulled over for every little thing. Like, oh, you know, you, your tire went one inch past the line, or this or that. You know, I mean, we're not looking to just jam people up and write tickets especially when we're as short-staffed as, as we are. Like I was saying, I mean, our, my main thing is I want to stop people from getting shot. Mm-hmm. So during the time that I'm pulling you over for something stupid, I could be over here, you know, in this air, in, on this block where we have all these shootings, and I could, I could prevent maybe another shooting. Um, so, you know, we're not looking to jam people up over stupid little things, but, you know, at the same time, if someone's driving stupid, like you said, a lot of it's, a lot of it's just common sense. We have all these laws as kind of, guides to, to help us so if someone's driving stupid then then i'll look and i'll say okay what are the specific laws so you know 22 450 this and that what are the specific laws that they violated and then if you get a ticket maybe that's what the ticket will be for but like it's a lot of it's just common sense so just don't drive stupid you know yeah so you have to memorize a lot of the laws right yeah when you know when you go through the police academy you have to have to memorize all that but it's hard at first but then it's just you know you get used to it do you know the whole constitution I don't have it memorized. Definitely not. Memorized, dude. You know how long it's like five hundred pages or something. Yeah, le- Some people that. know everything though. Like that's their lawyers. That's their job. I mean, the citizens that know everything too. You know. Yeah. Which is weird. No, you yeah. just gotta know your rights, bro. Yeah. It's important, <laughs> man. Important. You gotta know it. Well, All right. The cops know it for you. So. Yeah. But what if they're corrupt? I don't yeah, know if you're exactly. corrupt. Some, some are like corrupt. Yeah, and they, yeah, are you corrupt? Like the ones like, in Mexico? Do you think there's any Mexican corruption cops in this, are, uh, some stories, police, in this police like, agency? I'm sorry? Do you think there's any corruption in this police agency? Uh, not, not that I see. I mean, most of the people that I work with are, you know, pretty normal people, actually. Like, we all have families. We all, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're all saints. I mean, you have to remember... Like, you, you, we've all had those days where something goes wrong at school or, like, your your friend was maybe saying something about you or, like, this, I mean, any, anything, right? You, you might have drama with, with your girl or all these things, you know, can add up and then you might have days that you're, you're super stressed out. And so, if, like, sometimes people have a bad experience with a cop and it might it might just be that. I mean, we're, we're people too and that doesn't mean, it, doesn't mean it's okay. But at the same time, a lot of it is just, maybe it's just having a bad day. But for the most part, my experience with most of the people I work with, like we all have good intentions. We're all really just trying, trying to support our families and trying to keep the community safe. So, or if I'm walking at night, and like what streets do I avoid? Because I'm not trying to get shot. M Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know that one. Yeah. Um, I'll say this: like you know, for 
How you, you probably you grew up in Longfoot. Nah. No? Like five years. I only lived here for five years. But I don't go M Street, F Street, Hartman, Spy, Hind, McDonald's, some other streets. Forget it. It's not that bad right there. I'd say that's just Where? Like apartments play? Uh, yeah. That's where Oscar lives. Dude. Both of those. I'm always kids. driving my friend there at home. I think it does look sketchy. It is sketchy, bad. dude. I'm t- trying to stay there. Yeah, I I would say those are probably some of the main areas that you listen. I grew to. up here though, so I kind of know like what to avoid, like what places. Yeah, yeah. I just have I have routes. I don't I don't uh, what is it? What would be the word? I don't uh, deviate from them. Yeah, I would say the smart. I mean, like ninety nine percent of avoiding a, a bad situation is just you know, or preventing something bad from happening to you is just avoiding that bad situation in the first place. So yeah, like when I'm off duty, like man, I keep to myself. You know, I, I know what areas to stay away from, and I would say that's probably smart for you guys too. Just do your thing. If you know, school or if if you guys work, go to work, whatever. But you, you probably know, you know, certain areas to stay away from. So, and obviously, you always you always want to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. yeah. So that's huge. You said you didn't uh, grow up here, right? No. Well, where did you live before? Uh, I grew up in Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Is the violence like over there worse than over here, or? Uh, you know, Santa Maria had a, a little bit of a rough patch, like with MS thirteen, and mm-hmm. you might heard of all that stuff that was going on, or um, they had a few homicides, or quite a number of homicides in a year, but. Like when you kill someone. Oh really? Yeah. It's another one for murder. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, you know. It's a bigger city, is a thing too. It's just a little bit of a different dynamic to it. But I'm pretty sure Lompoc had more homicides last year than Santa Maria. So we beat them. So we're better than them. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So, but yeah, Santa Maria has a lot of challenges too. Why don't you work in Santa Maria? Uh, I mean, to be honest, this was the first place that you know I applied to, and they hired me the quickest. But also, you know, just I prefer not to work in a place I grew up. That's another big thing, because, you know, it's just easier for me to uh, not be... I mean, for some of the people that I work with, it just seems so like awkward for them. Like, man, they're pulling people over and arresting people that they you went know. to high school with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah. I see that. Obviously, like, Santa Maria is pretty close by, so like, I'll, I'll see people that I grew up with sometimes, but I don't know. It's just... It would be a whole different dynamic for me. It's just easier to kind of keep it separate from... My, my personal life. Have you pulled over someone that you knew? Uh, yes, I have. And, like, what happened? Like, what was it like? <laughs> nah, I just, you know, explain the reason. I mean, really, like anything else, you explain the reason. You pulled them over, like, hey, man, I pulled you over because that stop sign flashed <laughs> it through. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm sorry, you know, I was in a hurry. And the same thing, just try to treat everyone professionally. So whether you know them or not. Mm. I'm not really a big ticket writer either way, so like, even if I don't know someone, I mean, I, if I pull them over, for the most part, it's like I'm not into jamming them up because they have families that they're trying to support, and, you know, they don't need, I mean, they don't necessarily always need to be given a ticket. I mean, sometimes it's called for, but it's kind of, you know, every officer, they have that discretion of when they think that that's appropriate, but I feel like a lot of the time I could get the point across, like, hey, dude, slow down, man. I kind of get that across with just talking to the person instead of, Always writing them a ticket. Yeah. All right. Can you pull up my records? It's one of the questions. <laughs> Somewhere wrote down. Hmm. 
like your uh, your criminal history. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have some like information. Yeah, we could we could look up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know like, that's how we run people. Like if if we pull you over, um, then you know I have to take your driver's license and then see who you are. So then yeah, I, you know, or I have I have dispatch. How long does that take to like find everything out? Oh, yeah, not too long. Yeah, that's right mm-hmm. there. Have you ever had anyone give you a fake name? All the time. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the time. They think we're not gonna know. It's like, dude, you realize if there's no if I run you and there's no match. Then like they're gonna say no like like the the return when I run you like I'm gonna be told uh, by by dispatch that there's no match for the name and date of birth so that's really fishy like if you're like 40 and you've never had a driver's license or an ID like that's kind of odd like most people you know who are a bit older have had either a driver's license or an ID so you should have a way of identifying yourself Um, and then sometimes. Two people will actually like they'll give you a real name, but it'll be a fault. It'll be for someone else. So in that case, that actually makes it even worse. That that's a felony. So just to give like a false name, like completely like oh I'm Billy Jacks, you know yeah. False identity. Date of birth like you know January second of eighty two, and there's no one that has that information, and that's that's you can still be arrested for that, but that's a that's a misdemeanor crime. But if you say like if you give if you give his info, because you say <laughs> oh well, it's, it's going to come up on a match because. That guy really does have a driver's license, and so the, and I know his address too. So then I'm gonna fake it like I, like this is me. Well, then we're gonna run all that. Yeah, we're gonna find a match, but then his picture's gonna yeah. pop up, you know. <laughs> and then we're gonna say, "Hold on, this isn't the same person." And then that's a felony. So, so don't lie. So don't lie. Got it. Yeah. All right. Any paranormal experiences? Any paranormal experiences? Yeah. Let me think. Um, Shapeshifters. Because there's shapeshifters well, in Off Punk, if you didn't know. Really? Yeah. yeah we were interviewing right. Chris Wood. He's like a homeless man. Mm-hmm. And like he lives by the Wells Fargo sign. Okay. And like he was telling us that like like uh, a couple years ago that there was like shapeshifters by Lemus, you know? And a bunch of cops came. And like, I don't know, I forgot the story though. Uh-huh. There's shapeshifters yeah. though. He told us that. Hey, could do be. You, do you know Chris Wood? The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's cool. I can't, he's yeah, like he legs. Cool, he can't yeah. really walk. Because his legs are broken. Yeah, poor guy. But it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he does like energy healing and stuff. So like you said, and like he's the a chef. He's a pro. Yeah, he's a chef. He's from Chicago. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think, man. I don't. I don't think that I have any experiences like that. But I, I know, I, I know. I've I've heard that some people have. Um, I'm trying to think. No one in this department, but I have heard of like officers being out at night and like seeing like, stuff in the sky and not knowing what it is. Aliens? Nah, I don't know. No. I'm just saying like I've heard <laughs> something like that, but maybe like like non-city cops. Maybe that's like cops that are out there in the county or something that see weird stuff. But... Do you believe in, in in all that stuff? Like ghost? Ghosts? Oh, I yeah. I think no, not where But I, <laughs> I think I think there's I think there's something else other than just this physical world. You know, personally, yeah. How do we tie that into Hamlet? You ever read Hamlet? That was a long time ago. Was it good? Don't spoil it for now. Because no, like last time, right Chris, <laughs> last time Chris Wood spoiled the whole book for us, but I didn't really care. Cause yeah. Well, I can't really spoil it for you because I like, don't even really remember what happened. No. Yeah. I think I think I might have sparked notes that one actually when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's Not that I'm saying you should do that, but I'm just saying. Oh, you spark know. note. Yeah, she yeah. said we could do that if we read the book because it's studying. Yeah, as a study tool. Yes. Yeah. Assist you in your. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Yeah. How are we going to tie that into Hamlet, though? Ghosts. 
Is this supposed to be related to Hamlet? Yeah, yeah. we're supposed to I was just related to Hamlet. That's <laughs> Dude, like, Hamlet. She doesn't even listen to the whole podcast. Last yeah, podcast she's not even, was she's like, not even going to hear all this. It's like 30 minutes long with Chris Wood, and the other one was like 18 minutes, and she only listens to eight minutes of it. Well, oh. probably six, because we only need three of us. We only need two minutes each. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys are already, you guys are good. Yeah. yeah. It sucks, because like... Do it for everyone else that listens, basically. He right. edited like 52 swear words out of like Chris Wood's... Oh, yeah. It took three hours yeah, to edit yeah. the entire thing. Yeah, Did you like a beep? Like a beep? Or you just yeah, it was just a beep. <laughs> it was a constant... It was basically... It was like, for some parts, it was just like constant beeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, like happening most of the time. Yeah, I know. The beep. It sounded so bad because she doesn't want cuss words in it. Yeah, it sucks. No profanity, but luckily yeah. you don't... To keep it professional. Yeah, this yes. one won't. I won't have to do much. Yeah, we just gotta paste it together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another one. You want to hear our next topics? Sure. We're great. We're at this whole topic's weird. Women. She didn't. She's just the word woman. Just, <laughs> like that's literally Wait. it. Thirty-three and twenty-four. Except for a homeless camp at one thirty-seven West Central. You guys have to do a podcast on women? Like, it was okay. different. She gives us, like, a certain amount of topics, and we, like, decide, like, what do we want the podcast has to be about, and, like, it has to, like, tie in with the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but we really do that, because... But we still get A's on it, see? Yeah. We just do whatever. She doesn't care. As long as we're doing something. Yeah. Yes. A for effort. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But how are we going to, like, the next topic's, like, women. What are we going to talk about that? We have some women officers here. Well, you know, you know the SRO, Oni, Officer Oni. You don't know oh, her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one yeah. With, the dra- with the the dreads. Yeah. yeah. Did she say she hated you? Yeah, she took my <laughs> hacky sack. Cause we're like we're playing, we're like at the you know the earthquake, the Great Shake or whatever, the earthquake drills. Yeah. And, like oh, yeah. we go to the stadium and then like we we're playing hacky sack because I get bored. Uh huh. And she took it. Oh, oh yeah, well, I remember that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just playing and she I just took it. Yeah. You never got a bug. I got a bike. Oh. Heck yeah. But she took it. Like, how am I going to play with it? Oh, man. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Maybe that's the way you could tie it in. Talking, chatting with her. We have a couple other. We have, so we have a female detective. And, uh, yeah, I think that's mostly it. But, yeah. So, yeah, female officers you could talk to, too. What's the topic even about just women? Like, what? What about them? That's pretty broad. It is broad. Like, I don't know what she wants me to talk because she's like a feminist. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really get into that. But yeah. it's going to be pretty funny. Oh, if I she think we're supposed to like, describe, like, what do they think of women? Because, like, in the book, like, they're, like, portrayed as, like, um. Objects? Yeah, as, like, objects and stuff. Mm. Okay. That was cool. Like a, he broke up with Ophelia and it was, like, it was funny. The funniest thing ever. He's like, I once loved you. He's like, nah, I never loved you. Wow, <laughs> funniest man. thing ever. And she was like so mad about that. Man, it's cold. I know. People were cold in the 1500s or whenever. That was yeah. Really Shakespeare. Man, really we just tied it in so right now. We could just use this. Yeah. Yeah. You see? You killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, we did two topics. Two topics? We could do the same one. Yeah. <laughs> just split it in half. There you go. Yeah, we can. That could work. We probably got enough time for it. We're either gonna the next top next podcast. We're either gonna do someone for Cabrillo, or someone dead cemetery. We're gonna go to the cemetery and do it. Do you have any ideas? Of uh, <laughs> uh, 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 interview. <laughs> I, I like the dead the, the dead person. Yeah. But she, okay, we did the, the Lorax. You, you wouldn't have to bleep it out at all. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do that to too. Or he was going to do it. Yeah. He's going to like talk to himself because yeah. it's like madness. Madness. If you weren't going to come, like we would have done madness. And so, I'll just be talking to myself. So just to like interview bad. himself, I guess. So what was this topic? Madness. Madness. No, but for me. Madness. Madness. Oh, what, is that? what do I have to do with madness? I don't know. You're crazy. All right. <laughs> Man. Like, <laughs> uniform. I don't know. Uh, crazy people you've seen, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. Crazy experiences. See, people are mad. Have you been shot at? Or like... Yeah, you never shot one? Someone? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could... Uh... Yeah, yeah, once. You've you been shot, shot at? at? Or you shot someone? Uh, well, we had, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about that. We, there was a murder in the riverbed a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah I think so. So, so. kind of had to do with that. I, I don't know how much detail I can necessarily go into with it. I mean, the case has already been investigated and, and everything along those lines. But, yeah, when we went to stop the guy, it turned into not to shooting. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. yeah so. You have to do a lot of paperwork when you get in a shooting, so. Ah, uh, well. I myself actually didn't really have to nice. do so much of that. We we got interviewed though, so the thing is, is because to kind of keep it neutral when something like that happens, it's it's a different agency that comes in and, and does it. Oh, okay. So um, so in this case, it was the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's um, that they came in, and so for those for those of us that were involved, they they took us to the side, and you know they they um, they interviewed each of us. So it was more of them that had to do the paperwork, but yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. It's like it's a very extensive process to make sure that everything was done correctly and no issues. So, how about like for drug busts? Because like by, by my grandma's house, like the guys were like got like they had a drug bust there, but they didn't find anything. There's like they just had a lot of cash because they were making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So like, are you part of that? Uh, I mean, drug busts are usually. You mean in terms of, like, a search warrant or something like that? Yeah, because there was, like, a helicopter. Like, they barricaded everything. Really? Yeah. Crazy. It was an invasion or what? I don't know. I was just, like, sitting there watching it from my grandma's house. <laughs> Crazy. Damn. Because we just ate dinner. It was good. I think we had, like, pozole or something. Crazy. Yeah, that would typically be, like, like um, a narcotics, uh, narcotics detective. Yeah, excuse me. A narcotics detective that would uh, do something like that. So they do their whole investigation and... They get a search warrant to go into the house looking for dope or guns or cash or whatever the case may be that's supposed to be in there, and then um, you know if anything the the the, the SWAT team, if it's a danger if it's considered a dangerous search warrant then they'll get the SWAT team to go in and serve it. So we don't have a narcotics uh, a full time narcotics team because of how short staffed we are, but we do have you know some detectives that will kind of dabble into narcotics stuff. So. I'm never really involved in the investigative side of it, but more like for, for SWAT, like when the SWAT team, you know, goes out and serves it, then in that sense, we'll be, you know, be involved with that. Were there two um, rocket launches today? Because, like, I was in class second period, right, and we were listening to the book. Uh-huh. It was boring, and then I heard rocket launches. <laughs> Wasn't it? No, no there was, was only period. two. There was two was rocket two. launches. Crazy. Was it? I have, I have no idea. I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> 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 like, I heard planes, and I heard some other stuff. I don't care nothing about that. No. Breaking this chair. <laughs> so this is a place where you like interrogate people. There's like yeah. stuff for here. Hashtag stuff. free. What does that say? Free me. Free, free me. Barbara. Free Barbara. Jocelyn. That's funny. Isn't yeah. that like vandalizing? Just it is technically. Yeah. Take it was. 
So like, can't you like look look at the first name and go back on the records and just? Like, Why would you do that? That's like dumb. Like, I'm just saying. Like, can you do that? Yeah, it's just you need some kind of time frame, you know, because because uh, you know, I have no idea how long it's been. That that could have been there since I before I even started. So you have to have a time frame to look back at the video and stuff. And to, yeah. Videos? You guys have cameras in here? There's cameras everywhere. Where? No <laughs> way. You're crazy. Yeah, small. No That's way. Small. Everywhere. Right here? There's one right there, there, there. You're such a liar. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <where>? I'm lying. <laughs> really? Nah. Even in the bathroom, because no one's You guys probably have one in the no. vent, huh? You guys probably have one in the vent. Sneaking hey, hey, out. Hey, hey, I'm not in charge. <laughs> oh, wait, you guys have body cams or no? No, we don't. We have these audio recorders. But the, oh. the body cams are pretty expensive. And, and yeah, I, I imagine as a department, we'll probably, get, we'll probably get them eventually. It's just a matter of time. But as of right now, no, we, we, don't, we, we can't afford, basically, or we don't have the, the, the resources to you know, have each officer equipped with that. But, yeah, the audio recording um, is nice. And it connects with the we, – because we, we do have dash cam video on the car. Yeah. Uh, or in the car. So if if we do a traffic stop, then that'll be video and audio recorded. Um, but then what's nice is to have the audio here. So then if I activate it, the video from my dash cam is always will be always playing. But then um, you know, like if I have to chase the guy off to the side and I'm saying, "Hey, sir, stop, stop," you know, all that'll still be audio recorded, even if I'm kind of far away from the car. How much are the body cams? Too much. Yeah, I don't know, but I imagine we're pretty, you know. Why can't you wear, like, GoPros? You could do that. That's totally you can, that. You know, GoPros. someone, right yeah, you know, I, I think one of um, one of our officers who isn't at this department anymore had something like that. Like, they got their own personal one. But I think that they like us to all kind of be uniform in terms of what we have. Like they, I think that they would prefer, you know, either we're all going to have it or, not, I mean, I don't know. I, that's about my pay grade. I don't really make those decisions, but, mm. but yeah. Do you like the people who, like, go out of their way to, like, book cops, you know? Like, the ones who are, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Recording them, like... The, the, the harass them. Yeah. You like those guys? Anyone like that around here? Yeah, we've got, yeah. actually, some of those people, um, like, um, I'm trying to remember... Is this Slow County Observer? I, I think they might have come here. But, yeah, some of those people will sometimes come here. I mean, you know, I don't really get what the point is. It's, like... You wouldn't like me going and harassing you, following you everywhere like yeah. with my video. And sir, all you know, you stepped, you stepped over this line, and there, that's a ticket for this and ticket for that. Like you don't want me to harass you like that. So just <laughs> let me, let me be me, and don't harass me. Is the way that I see it. Because a lot of the times it seems like they're just fishing to like for something. They're just yeah. trying to get a reaction. But then um, you know when you watch those videos, a lot of it then is also the, in my opinion, um, a lot of it is also the fault of the like the officers or the people that are that they record because it's like just don't give them any attention because then that's exactly what they're looking have for have you seen those videos too where they're like they just walk in like, am I being detained am I being detained you know those people yeah suck. I mean get the words cause like usually like people get really upset when they're like recorded and like they make a big deal about it and then they call the police badge yeah. number ask for their badge number and stuff like yeah, that yeah 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 I think it's just easier to, 13, if everyone's just respectful everyone you know all right, guys. Um, that concludes our inter-thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Thank you for coming and chatting. Thank you for, Thank you for your time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hope your guys' uh, project goes well.